Welcome and thank you for joining. Open your Bible to Genesis 47. Today's lesson is entitled, Jacob's Family Settles in Goshen. Open your Bible to Genesis 47 and let's read. Genesis 47. Joseph went and told Pharaoh, My father and brothers with their flocks and herds and everything they own have come from the land of Canaan and are now in Goshen. He chose five of his brothers and presented them before Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked the brothers, What is your occupation? Your servants are shepherds, they replied to Pharaoh, just as our fathers were. They also said to him, We have come to live here a while, because the famine is severe in Canaan, and your servants' flocks have no pasture. So now please, let your servants settle in Goshen. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you, and the land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land. Let them live in Goshen. And if you know of any among them with special ability, put them in charge of my own livestock. Then Joseph brought his father Jacob in and presented him before Pharaoh. After Jacob blessed Pharaoh, Pharaoh asked him, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty. My years have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the years of the pilgrimage of my fathers. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. So Joseph settled his father and his brothers in Egypt and gave them property in the best part of the land, the district of Ramses, as Pharaoh directed. Joseph also provided his father and his brothers and all his father's household with food according to the number of their children. There was no food, however, in the whole region because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for the grain they were buying, and he brought it to Pharaoh's palace. When the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is used up. Then bring your livestock, said Joseph. I will sell you food in exchange for your livestock, since your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph. And he gave them food in exchange for their horses, their sheep and goats, their cattle and donkeys. And he brought them through that year with food in exchange for all their livestock. When that year was over, they came to him the following year and said, We cannot hide from our Lord the fact that since our money is gone and our livestock belongs to you, there is nothing left for our Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we perish before your eyes, we and our land as well? Buy us and our land in exchange for food and we with our land will be in bondage to Pharaoh. Give us seed so that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate. So Joseph bought all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. The Egyptians, one and all, sold their fields because the famine was too severe for them. The land became Pharaoh's, and Joseph reduced the people to servitude from one end of Egypt to the other. However, he did not buy the land of the priests because they received a regular allotment from Pharaoh and had food enough from the allotment Pharaoh gave them. That is why they did not sell their land. 
Joseph said to the people, Now that I have bought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you so you can plant the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four-fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and as food for yourselves and your households and your children. You have saved our lives, they said. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord. We will be in bondage to Pharaoh. So Joseph established it as a law concerning land in Egypt, still in force today, that a fifth of the produce belongs to Pharaoh. It was only the land of the priests that did not become Pharaoh's. Now the Israelites settled in Egypt in the region of Goshen. They acquired property there and were fruitful and increased greatly in number. Jacob lived in Egypt seventeen years, and the years of his life were a hundred and forty-seven. When the time drew near for Israel to die, he called for his son Joseph and said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, put your hand under my thigh, and promise that you will show me kindness and faithfulness. Do not bury me in Egypt, but when I rest with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me where they are buried. I will do as you say, he said. Swear to me, he said. Then Joseph swore to him, and Israel worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. Now, uh, this chapter starts out as a uh, continuation of uh, from chapter 46, when Joseph uh, told his family he would speak to uh, Pharaoh. So, uh, to tie it all in, we're going to read Genesis 46.31 through 47.2. Forty-six, thirty-one through 47, two. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, my brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. And the men are shepherds for they have been keepers of livestock and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And it shall come about when Pharaoh calls you and says, what is your occupation that you shall say, your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers, that you may live in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is loathsome to the Egyptians. Then Joseph went in and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers and their flocks and their herds and all that they have have come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took five men from among his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh. So that uh, so you see how the Bible, you know, ties in. So this is a continuation from 46. So this conversation and everything is still going on. Now, Pharaoh speaks to Joseph's brothers and gives them his blessing. Notice verses three through six. Then Pharaoh said to his brothers, what is your occupation? So they said to Pharaoh, your servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. And they said to Pharaoh, we have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, please let your servants live in the land of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is at your disposal. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Uh, let them live in the land of Goshen. And if you know any capable men among them, then put them in charge of my livestock. 
uh, now the brothers of Joseph uh, came in to Pharaoh to ask uh, a favor and they leave with a job. So that's another blessing that God has put on them. You know, they uh, Pharaoh said, hey, I'll take some of them to uh, take care of my own livestock. They thought they were coming in just to get a favor to live in the land of Goshen. So uh, Jacob is brought to Pharaoh uh, to meet him. Verses uh, 7 through 10 says, then Joseph brought his father Jacob and presented him to Pharaoh and Jacob blessed Pharaoh and Pharaoh said to Jacob how many years have you have you lived so Jacob said to Pharaoh the years of my sojourning are 130 few and unpleasant have been the years of my life nor have they attained the years that my fathers lived during the days of their sojourning and Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence uh, now, it says Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Uh, blessed is Hebrew 1288, which means to kneel. So when it says he blessed them, he kneeled, kneeled before Pharaoh. Uh, Joseph settles his family in the land. Look at verses 11 and 12. So Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had ordered. And Joseph provided his father and his brothers and all his father's household with food according to their little ones. Joseph finds a way to obtain livestock. Look at verses 13 through 17 that says, Now there was no food in all the land because the famine was very severe so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of uh, the famine. And Joseph gathered all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain which they brought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food, for why should we die in your presence? For our money is gone. Then Joseph said, Give up your livestock, and I will give you food for your livestock uh, since your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph and Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses and the flocks and the herds and the donkeys. And he fed them with food in exchange for all their livestock that year. Okay, now Joseph is uh, still thinking proactively. Now, uh, he knew that the people's money would run out to buy grain. So he had them trade what they had and what they had was livestock. Now, uh, the people run out of food again and plead with Joseph. Notice verses 18 through 26. When that year was ended, they came to him the next year and said to him, We will not hide from my Lord that our money is all spent, and the cattle are my Lord's. There is nothing left for my Lord except our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land, by us and our land for food? And we and our land will be slaves to Pharaoh. So give us seed that we may live and not die and that the land may not be desolate. So Joseph brought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For every Egyptian sold his field because the famine was severe uh, upon them. Thus the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to the cities from one end of Egypt's borders to the other. Only the land of the priests he did not buy, for the priests had an allotment from Pharaoh, and they lived from the allotment which Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Behold, I have today brought you and your land from Pharaoh. Now here is seed for you. 
and you may sow the land. And at the harvest, you shall give a fifth to Pharaoh. And four fifths shall be your own for seed of the field and for your food and for those of your household and as uh, food for your little ones. So they said, you have saved our lives. Let us find favor in the sight of my Lord and we will be Pharaoh's slaves. And Joseph made it a statue concerning the land of Egypt, a ballot to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth. Only the land of the priests did not become Pharaoh's. Okay, now uh, the people are willing to give up the land they own and become slaves to Pharaoh in order uh, to have food to eat. Now, the word slaves, Hebrew 5650, means to be a servant. Uh, after this is agreed upon, Pharaoh has all the land of Egypt except uh, uh, the parts the priests live in since Pharaoh himself uh, gave the priests an allotment. Now, another thing to know is uh, the fact that these uh, godless Egyptians were being blessed because of Joseph. And, you know, if you notice, uh, all of these things seem to be going well for the uh, these Egyptians, especially Pharaoh, all on behalf of Joseph. So, as we see, now Pharaoh pretty much owns all of Egypt. And what I take this to mean is, is that let's say Pharaoh lives in a particular land that would be the, the capital but he doesn't actually, even though he's the pharaoh, he doesn't actually own all the land around him. Well, now he does, except the land of the priests, because Joseph has uh, brokered a deal with the uh, people of the land. Uh, now, uh, Israel lived prosperous in the land of Egypt. Look at verses uh, 27 through 28. Now, Israel lived in the land of Egypt, in Goshen, and they acquired property in it and were fruitful and became very numerous. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So the length of Jacob's life was 147 uh, years. Now, uh, the word Israel here uh, is uh, Jacob's uh, descendants who moved there uh, uh, with him and any children they had while they were there. So that's what it means by that. Now, uh, Israel feels that uh, his time to pass away is near. So he has Joseph swear him a promise. And we see this in verses 29 through 31. When the time for Israel to die drew near, he called his son Joseph and said to him, Please, if I have found favor in your sight, place now your hand under my thigh and deal with me in kindness and faithfulness. Please do not bury me in Egypt. But when I lie down with my fathers, you shall carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial place. And he said, I will do as you have said. And he said, Swear to me. So he swore to him. Then Israel bowed and worship at the head of the bed. Okay. Um, now, uh, where's Israel's uh, burial place that his fathers are laid at? Turn back to Genesis 25. And we will see. Genesis 25 and we will uh, look at verses 8 through 10. Abraham breathed his last and died in a ripe old age, an old man and satisfied with life. And he was gathered to his people. Then his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Mephbalah in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, facing Mamrah, the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried with Sarah, his wife. So, uh, 
you know, Jacob wants to go back uh, to Canaan when he dies and he wants to be buried with his people. It's kind of how it is now. If you've ever, uh, you know, been in a cemetery, sometimes you will see a, uh, a family plot. I know I saw one one time where it looked like it went back all the way to like the, the great grandfather. I mean, there was. Uh, you know, headstone after headstone of uh, family lie down. You know, there was like the great grandfather and his wife, and then it was uh, his sons uh, and his son's wife, and then his his sons and his son's wife. So that is what uh, Israel wants uh, Joseph to do for him. He wants to be buried and laid uh, in the uh, in the burial site that his forefathers uh, had been. All right, that brings us to the end of Genesis forty-seven. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. God bless.